Hey to all of our unsullied and faceless fans out there in in Dothraki land. Valhar Margulis. Am I am I getting all the references right? You think you're nailing it? You got a lot squeezed into one sentence there. Well, uh, well, this is the Slap Fight, your favorite nerd culture podcast, and I'm Nolan Buell, and I did not watch the last season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm John, and I did watch it, uh, which we will discuss post haste. But uh, we're gonna start off. Seeing what all's new in the world, man. Today, I did something that I should have done a long time ago. Um, I went to the public library, got me a library card, and boy, am I happy I did. Because apparently... It's I think very it's, useful. It is. I think it's uh, fairly universal. But um, when you join your public library for free, you have access to this thing called Hoopla. Um, and what Hoopla is, is basically a digital comic book reader. For free. I think I've heard of Hoopla. I'm currently reading Spider-Man from the very beginning. The plan is I'm going from fucking Amazing Fantasy 15, which I just read. Now I'm actually into the actual Spider-Man title. It's Spider-Man. And uh, it's awesome for free. I think you get 16 things a month you can check out digitally. They have movies and music on there. So, um... That's reason, 16 issues a month? No, no. Or? Well, they, this is like a collected, like a Marvel masterpiece okay. thing, so I don't know how many it collects, quite a bit. But, um, yeah, you can get 16 of those a month, like volumes of, or collections. But um, I went in there originally. I'm doing a story time event uh, where they uh, asked me to fill in for a um, drag queen. So it's usually drag queen story time. I mean, you'd be my go-to. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a natural fit. That's what I thought. But um, So I'm going to be doing, long story, I'm not going to be in drag, but I'm going to be doing this uh, story time with these kids. We're going to be reading and doing Fortnite dance contests and all that stuff. That's at the end of June. So I was pretty hyped for that. And then I'm working on my, um, my based on actual event horror comic. So I've been... I, they have an access to archives as well, newspaper archives and things. So that was re- really the reason that I went. And then she pointed at the librarian, my friend, shout out to Seal. Not Kiss from a Rose Seal. But oh, man, seal. that would have been dope. Yeah. But uh, so she, she got me all hooked up and with a card and everything, man. It's awesome. So definitely to yeah. everyone else, support your local libraries. They're fucking doing the Lord's work out there as it would be. Yeah, ju- uh, just in case anybody... Because someone might have actually thought you were kidding about the drag queen thing. This is that program yeah. for yeah. So um, this library, the Hubble Library in Algiers here in New Orleans, it's the oldest library in the city. It's been around since the early 1900s. Um, they were the first ones here that did it. Yeah. So it's this new program that's been happening. It's actually pretty cool. Uh, where like they'll have drag queens come in and do story time with the kids, and it's basically just kind of a way. Uh, and, and you know, I mean, they're reading them. Kids' books, obviously. Uh, It's not like some kind of John Waters experiment. It's just a way of of showing kids, hey, you know, these are just regular people. They're part of your community. And, uh, you know, they like reading as much as you do. Well, my, my, my theory was, and it was proven true today... I thought the kid. I asked her. I said, "This. I bet the kids fucking love this, right? I mean, this is someone basically in a costume. Oh, and, and, and not only in a costume, extravagant. A, a, costume. Yeah, I was gonna say a big, like an brassy top, costume. Right, right? She said they had a guy came in and did one, and he had glitter in his beard, uh-huh. with, but full, you know, drag queen ensemble. Otherwise, and this little girl, she said, was about eight years old, went up to him and was like, "You look like a woman, but you sound like a boy." But you're dressed like a girl. It was, and the guy was like, "Yes, that's correct." And he said, "But you know, you're different 
than this little girl next to you, and she's different than that little boy next to you. You know, so it was one of those types of things where they took the opportunity to teach these kids that being different is okay. Kids don't give a fuck that it's a dude dressed up as a woman. They don't care about right. that because they haven't been taught that that's something they shouldn't like. You know, it's just to them, it's innocent. And, the, you know, the, she and I had a funny conversation. I said, you know, there's a lot of people out there who I think fear that if a drag queen reads their child, a little, their little child story. Then they'll story, catch drag queen. Right, right. And her point, which is very valid, she goes, well, if that were the case, there would be a lot more librarians in the world because librarians have been reading stories to children fucking forever. And exactly. There's and not I've, that many librarians. I, I only know one person... In my group, uh, circle of friends, who's a librarian? So. I did a I did a convention, a book signing at a convention of the American Library Association here uh, last year, and I met a lot of librarians there. They were all super cool, man. Very very good people. And Seal, who I can't speak highly enough about, she's uh, been really cool with me. I've already done an event there before with my book when my book first came out. But um, I'm excited, man, about this this story time uh, thing. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool. And you know, and and it's and there's your answer to uh, every time you know someone like Tucker Carlson is like, well, how am I supposed to explain to my kids? Just fucking tell them. Just don't explain nothing. Let the kid go there, listen to the stories. They're gonna ask the questions anyways. The drag queens are expecting the questions, and they like it. They it's a fun interaction. No one's but trying to indoctrinate. Right, but it's children. not. Yeah, but it, like I'm saying, it's it's not this big complicated thing to explain to them i mean if you just tell them they're on its face you know hey you know people are different this is how some people like to dress or present themselves it's uh it's really not as alien as you might be expecting a kid to find it right to me the way i look at it again is just like it's like you know in this regard it's cosplay you know, sure. It'd be the same way if you had someone dressed up as darth vader or someone dressed up as whatever the shit coming in there to read a story to the kids um you know, they're like, hey, man, read the story, have fun, you know, and they're probably one of the best demographics suited to that particular endeavor because, again, they are performers, very over-the-top and extra, the word, I believe, is... Of the Which day. is what you want when you're performing for children. children. Exactly right. It's basically like a, a living Mr. Can- Captain Kangaroo episode come to life, so... Um, yeah, she was the first one that did it here in New Orleans, and they've done it That's ever since. That's real cool. Yeah, and she said that, ironically, she was telling me that the uh, they finally started getting some protesters now that the other libraries are doing it here. And uh, guess who the protesting group is? Uh, it's not the uh, You're fucking... ready for the irony of this. But... Oh, okay. Uh, I was going to guess, like, I think the Westboro Baptist Church kind of shriveled up and died. Catholics. Oh, well, because God forbid anyone do anything inappropriate with children, am I right? As a as a wise woman once said, uh, "Grown men who wear dresses and jewelry and don't pay taxes." <laughs> I'm talking about Catholics, of course. Yeah, and they're out there in these red robes and shit. I mean, it's ridiculous. But you know, and no offense, I have a lot of friends that are Catholic. My wife was raised Catholic. My in laws are all Catholic. I don't obviously obviously have a problem with Catholicism. Um, however. Before you start throwing stones at a group like drag queens reading stories to children, make sure you have your own fucking house in order. I'm about to say, yeah, I mean, you talk about uh, clean, clean up your own house right, first. Right, So, yeah, that was fun. That was what I was doing. But, yeah, I cannot recommend enough. Go support your local library. I've been a sli- I've, I've actually supported my libraries in different ways by doing these events and stuff that I've done and made them some money. 
um, at conferences and stuff that were hosted at libraries here. But this was the first time I'd gotten a library card yeah, in a long time. And it's not uh, just you know for comics. They have ac- they have other books in there too that are uh, that are pretty cool to read. Yeah, man, it's 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 definitely worth your time, and it's a. It, they have a calendar of of events that's pretty fucking crazy too. I mean, there's video yeah. game tournaments and all kind of shit they're doing in there. So, yeah, definitely support yeah, local libraries. Libraries are supremely underrated. And if you have a library card, go to your library's website, and from there you should be able to find access to this Hoopla, which is that um, app that I'm using to read fucking comic books for free, which is awesome. Very nice. Yeah. So, anywho, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I I understand uh, you were one of the you were one of the starters of that petition. No, to- <laughs> you understood that wrong. I would never. I didn't. I didn't petition nor sign any petitions for the last Brown Eye to be. I mean, last, excuse me, last Jedi to be remade. So uh, I definitely wasn't going to do it on Game of Thrones. It, it was so like, were people actually expecting them to go back and spend another however many millions of dollars it costs to shoot one episode? I think they have a difficult. I don't. I don't think they they believe that. And, from the get-go, but I do think what they did, and they probably accomplished it, because I do think, even though no one seems to want to admit it, it seems like the Ryan Johnson thing for Last Jedi did get some attention. You know, I don't know how much, you know, you'll never know if he was supposed to direct this next movie that's coming out, and J.J. And Abrams got the gig, or what, but... I heard a while, I mean, I heard a while back that Abrams was directing it, I think, like, fairly shortly after it came out is what i think yeah i remember i don't know kind of to bring the whole thing full circle i do think you gain attention and you you point out you know but this is how i look at it and this is my personal say i did not like the last uh the way they wrapped the show up i didn't like it i didn't like the last season now there were parts in last season and this season that i loved spoilers obviously yeah but it just felt to me like for some reason they decided to put their foot on the gas pedal to reach a finish line of a story that they've been kind of slowly chugging along, building all this stuff up and, and doing a fantastic job. And then last season, they're like, we're ending the show after next season. We're going to stomp the fucking gas. And suddenly the pacing of everything is different. And everyone's kind of like, what the fuck is going on? You know, where it was used to be is you would see a character's journey. And this was like, here they are now. And then it was, you know, three years later, like SpongeBob, you know I mean? It's, so just uh, weird. Do you think if if let's say you were uh, on the staff, would you and it was up to you? Would you have made? Do you think spreading out a few more episodes would have helped? Do you think they needed a whole other season? I think they needed at least one more season, maybe even two. I don't know why they chose to rush to the ending. I mean, uh, the thing—it's the most successful show on fucking television. You know, it makes HBO tons of money. And I think they wanted to hurry up and start pumping that uh, Chernobyl documentary. That's all I've been hearing about on HBO. Yeah, but that ain't in the same structure. No, I seen but... It, but, I mean, that's not fucking Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones was the flag. That was the new Sopranos. And I would be willing... I'd be interested to see, but I would be willing to bet that Game of Thrones drew a bigger HBO audience than the Sopranos ever did. I think so, because I, yeah. I think more people... Uh, especially in today's cultural climate, uh, it, it's easier to say, like, oh, yeah, you know, like knights fighting dragons yeah. rather than just mafia well, and guys. A, and it had a big Not that that doesn't have its, I mean, and it had a, know, Game of Thrones has a pre-existing, myself included, fan base who were fans of those books for the past you know, decade plus before the show ever even started. Right. But, you know, hey man, I didn't like it, but 
I I appreciate what those actors did. I appreciate the amount of time and money and effort that was put into it. It wasn't that it was garbage. It was just I didn't like the decisions that they made. Um, I don't feel like it was... I think it was different than Last Jedi because I had some big issues with the plot hole, what I feel were plot holes, and the stuff that we've spoken about extensively on my my thoughts on Last Jedi. But I just thought Game of Thrones was just decisions were made that I didn't agree with. But fuck, I can't sit here and stomp my feet and piss and moan about it. You know, the best thing I've seen someone out there say is, uh, if you don't like someone's story, then make your own story or watch something else. And I get that. Um, it, when it's when it's in something that I have so much of my emotions vested into, like that world, Game of Thrones and Star Wars, it's a little bit more uh, offensive whenever they do something that I think is that I don't enjoy. But you know, I, I don't think that that many people enjoyed it. I think there are a lot of people that say in there did, but from what I've, you never know though, man, right? Because it's always the vocal, the the vocal, cr- the people who didn't like it are going to be the ones that are raising hell more than the people who did like yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, and, and you talked about uh, like rushing the season, and that might have. Uh, who, who's the guy who plays Jon Snow? His name Kit Harrington. He, uh, you hear he? I, I just saw this in the news today. He uh, checked himself into rehab. Really? I for uh, stress and alcohol. No fuck, I did not see. So that. I guess uh, it was maybe he was feeling all the pressure from uh, ending Game of Thrones as you know one of the two main characters. That seems like something weird just happened. That seemed like it would be weird enough to create him a substance abuse problem i mean i could i mean i i've never performed for that you know large of an audience obviously and i could understand people yeah i mean even if uh you know you know you're doing a good job there's still i feel like all that pressure of you know what's going to happen and then what 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 do i do next Uh, but yeah he's um he's currently in some like you know i think it's like a celebrity kind of resort type yeah yeah. Rehab. He's not in some fucking halfway house somewhere eating grilled cheeses. And no. In a cold cinder blocked room. But listen, I love Game of Thrones. I love it. Um, we still have the books to look forward to. One of these eons whenever GRRM puts them out. Um, and I think he's already said that they're going to be different. I think part of the problem we, we now know is the reason potentially why it was forced and rushed was those two guys... Um, were just announced as, as they're going to be helming in the next Star Wars movie, as far as writers. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, and um. Lindelof and Weiss, I believe their names. Oh, Damon. Yeah, Damon Lindelof of yeah. uh, Lost Fame. DB Weiss. You know, who else was in, involved with Lost. Um, Brian K. Vaughn. Oh, okay. The writer of outstanding comic book works. Yeah. Pretty Neat. cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty it's it's cool. kind of a comic book type show. Yeah, yeah. So I, I love Game of Thrones. I didn't like the ending. There was a couple episodes of this last season that I thought were awesome, but um, I just didn't like the decisions with who got thrown and the way they handled some. Well, the biggest pro, the, the biggest complaint I I heard about was uh, Daenerys turning heel uh, apparently like just on a dime out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, now, they've kind of they've tried to go back and, and verbally like, justify. It, so is it? Cersei has her best friend killed, and then she yeah she snaps. She decides to burn everything except the castle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she destroyed everything. I know she did. It, it yeah. really felt like she was just sort of pussyfooting around, 
I mean, there's this huge giant castle in the middle of King's Landing. You know, I, I watched a couple of scenes on YouTube. So there's this big giant castle, and she's just burning the town. You know Cersei's in the castle. Yeah, just go destroy that. Go that. Yeah, that would be what I would knock down first. The other thing is, even there was even a line last season. You can look this up online where she's talking to the Queen of Thorns, the character, and she tells her she's like, "I will not be uh, the Queen of the Ashes." She's talking about burning down. You know, so she said. That's what I'm talking about. They mm-hmm. established this character, built her, built her, built her, built her. They've never shown signs of this kind of madness that I can recall. And she's been vengeful as fuck, but never just like killing innocent people. Quite the opposite. She's freeing slaves and just really building her up as this noble woman who's going to take over this throne and really get the world right. And then in that one moment, and really in the in the span of, of a quarter of an episode, every thing that this character has been built up to be over what seven or eight seasons however many seasons they were completely just vanished and like oh fuck all that backstory we're just going to suddenly make her go crazy because her best friend got murdered you know so, when was it did, now was she snubbed for the crown again or was in the you mean how did it all play out yeah leading up to that wasn't weren't they also trying to deny her the throne no or? no john snow was the only one you find out that he's uh, her nephew and he's he's the next male in line so he had the better claim to the throne but he told her the whole time even everyone was like you should do it you should do it you should and he's like i don't want it i don't want it i don't want it and he kept telling her repeatedly you're my girl it's you i don't want this shit you're gonna have it you're gonna have it. so yeah and i mean there was no one else really threatening right. her uh rule or reign but then uh in the last episode john snow stabs daenerys Right in the and, old Corazon. And then he gets sent to... Why do they still have a night watch? They don't, really. They're completely... He gets sent to the wall, yeah. but... And then he just fucking rides off like, fuck the wall. I'm going out with the fucking wildlings. So he's going to be... Uh, Again, really face? didn't make it. Yeah, king of the... of the, what was that, Mance Raider? Mance Raider. Yeah, what was his title? King of the... Not free folk, but... um, King beyond the wall. That's what they yeah. call it. Yeah. But there really is no fucking wall anymore, so they don't need a white night's watch. Remember the... The White Dragon, W-I-G-H-T, for you uh, D&D fans out there. The Undead Dragon blew a fucking hole through the thing. So, I mean, <laughs> you really don't need a White What watch. What happened to the, the Resurrected Dragon? Did it get killed? Oh, yeah, it got wrecked by the other one. It got fucked. That was a great fucking dragon fight. Yeah. And um, then Sansa is the Queen of Winterfell, which is like, it, it declares itself well, independent brother, or something. Her fucking brother gets out of fucking well, nowhere. I'm getting, I was going to get oh, to okay, that. Okay, yeah. And she's like, after her brother gets it, she's like, oh, cool, I'm happy for you, but fuck you. We're not going to fucking be a part of this bullshit. If it, why did they choose Bran to be king? Like, what was the show's logic? Well, the way Tyrion phrased it was that he is the wisest person on earth because he's the three-eyed raven and he's already seen everything that can he's kind of like a doctor strange type character i've heard uh, that comparison oh yeah. bran looked at 14 that million yeah. different outcomes right and he's like that's what why do you think i'm here you know but um it would it's not that he was a he would be a bad king cuz he would be a good king but fuck set it up a little bit you know <laughs> you know what i'm saying i mean the whole time he's just been glaring at people. He's really not... He's just almost completely like C-level character in the show. He's just 
He really disappeared for a long while yeah, too, didn't yeah, he's he? He's just doing his three-eyed raven fucking Jedi training in the tree stump. So what is his deal? He can He's like a seer. I thought he could like possess animals or something. Yeah, he Or he could like time um, travel or I don't mean time travel. Okay, then no, he said he's gonna go find that dragon though. That's how it ended. I'm like, what the fuck was the point of even saying that? Like the dragon's been gone for a while. Maybe I can find it, he said. And I'm like Oh yeah, okay. doesn't it doesn't it end with it sound like we don't know what's west of Westeros yeah. and and Arya is the fucking uh, dread dread pirate Roberts. I've seen that uh, mentioned, which is pretty fucking funny. Oh yeah, Bride. and yeah. some people were co- complaining that like, oh the, the 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 cool you know girl ninja didn't get to kill all of her uh, you know everyone on her list. She had a pretty epic kill though in the. Uh, that uh, Night King, that was fucking. I love that episode, man. Everybody bitched about it being all dark, but I, it was fine for me. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, and uh, that was yeah. the highlight of this season <coughs> for me. That episode. Well, uh, I guess the highlight for me was, pre- I mean, from the five clips I've seen on YouTube, uh, the the Hound fight in the mountain was pretty dope. Man, that was a little bit derivative of the fucking. Um, Spaniard versus Kurgan sword fight in Highlander with the fucking cat, the lightning's knocking the castle down and they're climbing up the staircase and the open sky is around. I was like, eh, that's cool. But Hound's my favorite character in the show, him and Arya. And I mean, uh, the like mountain Hank. looks like Darth Vader uh, with his helmet off. That dude's awesome. Thor Bjornsson. Yeah, they had, his makeup was pretty fucking cool. Apparently, yeah, he did look a lot like Darth Vader, you're right. I read, uh, I heard somewhere that he actually juices a little bit. Oh yeah, no doubt, dude. He's the fucking world. He's literally the world's strongest man. But I mean, he's not. Uh, usually, when you think of like guys who juice, they have those uh, just uh, unrealistically defined muscles. And this this really... dude is. I follow him on Instagram. I'm a big fan of his. This motherfucker is six foot ten, four hundred pounds with abs, with like a six pack, and just this massive body frame. I mean, he's strong as the fuck. I go mean, I don't his, have. Go look up his Instagram. Thor yeah, I, mean, I don't have. I don't have super strong opinions about steroids, but it's always a little, oh, okay. You know, I guess I. Uh, you, you want that one guy out there who's just like a natural homegrown Hercules? They just did. I just watched it. They did an ESPN thirty for thirty on him. Okay. Yeah, you can go back and watch. He's actually a pretty cool, dude. If you ever want to see how big he is. Just it's simple. Go to YouTube and Google like Mountain from Game of Thrones versus Conor McGregor. And they're just fucking around, like sparring. But you see, Conor McGregor looks like a fucking fifth grader compared to this guy. And he's like 5'10", I think. You see how big that's fucking oh, I've guy seen, is. Yeah, yeah, where the, um, yeah, I've seen the video of them sparring. Yeah, 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 just the way he dwarfs Conor McGregor. But hey, man, listen, Game of Thrones, I love it. You still see my dope-ass collection. I'm never going to not stop loving it. You have all the stuff that led up. It's like with uh, Last Jedi. I don't, I don't hate Star Wars for that. I just have all you know i have all my other star wars shit that i have to fall back on because they shit the bed on that movie but the trailer that you saw right. the trailer for this new one the new star wars yeah. uh was just ray waiting for a ship in the desert yeah and then just runs and like does a backflip on it yeah i mean and then you hear palpatine laughing at the end yeah that part was more interesting than you know the the whole thing with like ray the, the like the uh, leonardo dicaprio meme you had my curiosity but now you have my attention yeah <laughs> but um maybe they'll fucking we'll see man if they unfuck that whole thing with this new i'll also go see it i'm definitely going to watch it but yeah so we've uh, we both finally caught up on a couple of things that we've been wanting to cover in a little more detail i'll uh, go first cuz mine's easier 
Okay. I just watched the movie Us, Jordan Peele joint. Uh, today I finished it, actually. Eh. Yeah. Uh, right. thought the acting was great. The characters were great. The cinematography was awesome. The story, mediocre at best. Yeah. It was like a, just a crappy-ass Nothing at the end plot. makes any sense. No. Um, I, and a lot of people are, are, are trying to read into it, which most people are prone to do when something comes out that they like and other people don't. They try to suddenly start digging up all this uh, metaphor and analogy out of it and, and saying, oh, this is what it really meant. It's like, no, man. I don't think that's the case. Well, I mean, it's... it's uh, There are these fucking clones. Apparently, well, I think it's every a movie person about, in the it, world has clones. Right, Spoiler but the, the, movie's, uh, the movie's about class. You know, the the haves and the have-nots is yeah. what I took away oh, from yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, she even don't like you dogs like that. That's the kind of the story that she explained. You know, you fucking had, you had the sky and I didn't have anything. But the, uh, I mean, there, there's really very little internal and logic. The twist at the end, I was like, I mean, that was so fucking easily predictable, but it was... I don't. I don't. The reason I don't feel it worked is because when it when they first when she first runs into herself in that house of mirrors, that fucking shit looked awesome. Mm-hmm. That whole carnival scene was fucking great. To watch, you know, it looked just. It reminded me of um, was it Wonder War from Bob's Burgers? Yeah, that come to life. But um, I figured then I called it. I said, okay, the one that showed back up is not the real girl. That's the fake girl. But I, then I'm watching I kept the movie. That. I, I was watching the movie with that in my mind. I kept thinking they switcheroo, and they didn't work. It doesn't work, like, because I was paying attention to it, and I was like, okay, well, she definitely wouldn't be doing this, and she wouldn't be doing that, and she wouldn't be doing this, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't get it. I didn't buy it. Yeah, I, I, I thought from they the didn't beginning show how that she was ever brainwashed that she suddenly forgot, and how was it? What was the point of her being the secret replacement clone the whole time, having these children and being married to this dude, being this awesome mom? And then at the end, she just gives a creepy smile. I mean, I, I was like, I don't get it. Well, it was, uh, they could have done without the creepy smile. I mean, I think when the kid is looking up at his mom and he's, and he's realizing. Why was he doing that? Why suddenly did he's like, you're not my mom? After she'd already killed a couple people and he's seen her in action. It was weird. Like, I thought that the kid, ha- uh, the boy ha- seemed to have like a little bit more of a strong connection with his doppelganger. Than the rest yeah, of the family, yeah, yeah. like he found a way to control it. Yeah, it was like mimic him. Um, so yeah, I don't know he if fucking walked it into some fire. <laughs> well, so and, and I wondered, like, uh, was the boys maybe was he like just ever so mildly autistic, and we're we're kind of going the with normal that. one or the the nor- either one of them, I guess, because I mean they're clones well, of each I other. The, I think the regular kid was just cool. He's just kind of a little nerd, a little magic nerd and stuff. I mean, I, I was. I, I kind of had that, like... Oh, you mean with the mask? Why was he always wearing that mask? Well, no, no, he was wearing the mask because he got burned. No, no, the, I'm talking about the normal kid. He always wore that fucking Chewbacca werewolf oh, mask. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, I think I he's just a little kid. That's I like, mean, yeah, he's an eccentric little kid. Um, he might ping on the spectrum, but I think it's at the lower end of it. Well, that's what it. I'm saying. And but and in horror movies, usually with autistic kids, you have that, like, oh, you know, they, they also have this magical connection to the supernatural, well, they all kind of had some, except the fucking white people. Those had no connection to their fucking clones at all. They show up and just immediately murder them. Spoiler alert. Yeah, that was um, that was all right. I, now the uh, Dude, that, the actors that, in it though were fucking on. Oh, yeah, point. the the dance fight scene between the yeah, two yeah. Lupita Nyongas was killer. Dude, when you when you see just when they're their normal selves, they're awesome. The dad, everybody else. 
But then when you see them suddenly play these other roles, I thought the kids were the most impressive. Probably that little girl. Yeah, she yeah, but yeah, that was fuck. good. Uh, a, a rare, <coughs> a rare like good uh, child acting. Yeah, she, it uh, was, display. The acting in that movie. Someone actually just I made a posted a little review on. I'm like my 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 thoughts on this movie was first of all, there's no place on the planet that scissors are that fucking sharp. You don't you don't just slice someone with scissors like a goddamn Ginsu knife. You know what I'm saying? And they all got ten thousand pairs of scissors and identical jumpsuits. Fucking jumps, yeah. I mean, like, because once, holes. once, once they started to, so, oh, it's a big government conspiracy. I'm like, oh no, 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 really, no, no, no. They no, didn't no. really. They just kind of tossed that out there. They're like, oh, they're, they were men. They just say that this. it happened. Yeah, but there's, no, but <coughs> it's this big implausible project that would have taken, you know. Buku right. money, probably well, millions movie, of people. The movie opens with the the fucking caption on the blank screen. There are fucking millions of miles of tunnels under America. Most of them aren't used for anything. I'm like, okay, what and the that, fuck? And then it opens mean? up on That's all the, the rabbits. It, it opens up on all the rabbits in cages. And and part of the movie, I'm thinking like, are we are we transformed out of rabbits? Did they turn rabbits into people? Those are some metaphors. I feel like that missed the mark. You know, but um. Again, I like Jordan Peele. I think he hey, can he's a good director. Out of the movie, he really shouldn't have written that, or, or excuse me, he should have had someone on his side going, eh, "Dude, I don't know. You're pretty hot right now. After Get Out, it's a great movie. Maybe we need to find the right vehicle for you." I believe is the terminology. Well, he's doing Twilight Zone now. Yeah, and I think he's got I some like other a step down from feature film director. I think he's got some other high profile project uh, coming up too. I can't Hopefully, I mean, I'm sure he's is. doing more movies. I'm sure this thing. Oh, he'll be around for a good yeah. while, I, and I, I want really to see what else he's got. I really don't want him to fucking M Night Shyamalan on it, though. I really don't want that. And this felt like that a little bit. It was a, it was a pretty significant drop, even though M Night's second one was, I love was. Well, it's like I was talking to you uh, off, off the podcast uh, a couple weeks ago. You know, some people are, are trying to crown Jordan Peele as like the new king of horror after one movie. Well, let's not. Nah, yeah, let's but don't call him a failure after two point. movies right, either. Right. He hasn't had the the Rob Zombie option to really shit the bed as fully and thoroughly yet. He's only right. done two movies. One I liked. I didn't hate this movie. Like I said, the acting no, it was a very it. cool looking movie. The, the, the look of it carried it. The story the just doesn't make any perfect. sense. The story was stupid as shit. Bottom line, and uh, she it, it wasn't. It, I didn't find it scary at all. There was no. Uh, it was creepy, like the home invasion scene. Yeah, but there's, I've seen that done better in so many different movies, man. You know, like the uh, Strangers. That's a fucking movie I love with Liv Tyler. That's a fucking right. million times better version. That movie scared the shit out of me in the theater as a goddamn grown man. But this one, like I said, it was beautiful. I love the actors. I love their characters that they played. I just didn't like the what every the glue that everything was or the foundation that everything was built on. I thought it was weak as fuck. Well, the foundation of everything was just well, this happened. We're not going to explain how, even right. though uh, you probably have a lot of questions about that. Right. Yeah, we're just going to turn. Throw this out here, and you just have to kind of go with it. Which, you know, it's like if you have if you may, if it's vampires, we don't need to understand. We kind of know right. that, right? Give, give me a, an evil but mirror dimension. You, you, you can't, yeah, you can't make the first vampire movie and not explain what the fuck vampires are, right? I mean, where they come from, what their fucking right. deal is. That's retarded or stupid. This movie does that. It just 
you know, throws yeah, your mirror dimension or your clone. I don't even know. What are they fucking clones? Are they another dimension? What the fuck is going well, on? But when it's a government experiment, then you have to, okay, well, what was the mo- what was the reason? And for this, it was, uh, they wanted to clone people uh, as like an uh, experiment in crowd control. Yeah. Because the people were tethered and like whatever, whatever the top side person does, their clone under the ground is doing only hunched over right. and, and gibbering to himself. Right. So, Which uh, shows that they all have some sort of like psychic bond. Except they can leave whenever they want to because right. they eventually do that. Right. The little girl just fucking walks out of here. The rest of them are like, nah, I'm going to stay in my fucking hole. Yeah, right. It's just, it just uh, weak, man. It's weak writing. And uh, the one of the nitpickiest things I saw, but this is actually kind of an interesting factoid, was that uh, or the, the, the bottom dwellers uh, live off of this... Uh, infinite supply of rabbits that oh that's what they're eating that's what they yeah they they show them eating that in like a cafeteria oh yeah where they're like feeding each other like the people above yeah doing. it's all those rabbits they were there for their food uh you will actually starve to death if you subsist only on rabbits like pioneers figured that out we talked about this yeah that's, yeah there's the not enough for it's called something rabbit right? starvation oh that's a pretty shitty tank. Yeah, yeah, it's I a thought, pretty on the nose. Had a cooler name, yeah. But it, um, <laughs> I mean, there might be a different medical term for it. But yeah, rabbit meat uh, lacks uh, like oils and uh, and fats. Fat. Yeah. That um, I mean, yeah, like if you Makes eat it, cool clothes, stay warm. Yeah, I mean, if you eat it for dinner one night, yeah, you'll be fine. But if if that's your sole source of protein, um, you're it, it, it's like eating nothing but celery. It's true. When's the last time you saw Elmer Fudd? Exactly. Yeah, fucking wabbits. Got him. But, uh, yeah, so, us, not so bueno. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, my advice, it's worth watching because, again, it is beautiful and the characters are great. I don't, I, I'm not that familiar with these actors, but, uh, man, I really want to see more stuff from all of them in that family in particular. They were great. But, uh, yeah, it's worth watching. Check it out. See what you think. If well, you haven't seen it, we kind I'll, of already spoiled the shit out of it. Yeah, you. I don't think uh, Lupita Nyong'o's going anywhere, but, yeah. the um, She's in Star Wars, wasn't she one of those? She was the she was the voice of that small with alien woman with the glasses yeah. who, who wants to get with Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah, I like her. She, she was fucking good in this. Like, really good. Oh, yeah, she's a great actor. I, thought, um, I bad... thought she killed it in this movie. I mean, you know, it's like I'm saying, you know, bad story, but pretty much good everything else. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the only thing that makes it worth watching is, is, is it's pretty to see and the acting is great. Yeah, so, you know, story, check it out man. when it's on streaming. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't buy it. No, fuck no. I'm glad I didn't go see it at the theater. I'd have been a little pissed off. Uh, I enjoyed seeing it in the theater. I was I was there with some of my best friends. Uh, it, was a, it was a good night Did out of the movie. any of them like it? Um... I had one. Fr- one of my friends seemed to like it, but he's uh, a bit of a twenty four seven troll. So it's it's sometimes it's hard to tell. Yeah. Uh, if he actually liked it or not, or if he's just uh, fucking with you. Maybe just having fun disagreeing with the group. Yeah. You gotta love those people. They're always fun to be around. Well, you know he he's got his uh, he he's got his pluses. So from something mediocre <coughs> in us. Let's move on to something that's motherfucking epically awesome, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I, uh, so I finally watched through the first season of One Punch Man. One Punch! Uh, it didn't take me as long as I... It took me like a day and a half. What did you think? Uh, I thought it was really good. Yeah. It's... Um, very entertaining. It was very entertaining, so it... Because uh, I went into it expecting a parody of the superhero genre, and I really think that's what it is. Yeah. But it's not on the nose at all like that. 
I, I would kind of disagree on that one because every enemy he comes across, like all the cliches are there. So every enemy he comes across is like the uh, the emissary of this alien armada, right. and we've been waiting ten thousand years for our chance to finally strike Earth. One punch. And he and, well, he takes and everything just ends does. so anticlimactically. Right. He, that that's they build part it of the up, humor. They build it up to where you you're thinking that this one maybe is going to be the one that that can get him, but I just think it was because he's not even really. I don't I don't watch it and find that Saitama is even the focal point of the show. It's just he's there, and you know when the shit hits the fan. But it's the other people around him which are awesome. Like Genos is a fucking awesome character. You know. So I thought Genos is kind of a good character because he he struck. So here's the, another thing. Um, I watched like the first half in English and I watched the second half in Japanese, you know, because depending on the uh, program I was using to watch oh, it. Only Japanese, bro. We talked about this. No, nah, the uh, honestly, the, the English voice acting is pretty good. Is it? Okay. But uh, so Genos's voice actor in English is, or at least he starts off with, I would like you to become my master. I was on a quest for strength, but now I've discovered that I must re- yeah. receive even greater strength. Yeah, see, I don't like And that. he comes across as kind of a, like, a little bit of a douchey, cliche act- uh, anime here, and that's when Saitama is listening to his whole backstory and getting more and more bored and finally just saying, all right, fine. Yeah, I gotta say something so he'll shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I agree that, it, uh, like, it, it's not... So much about Saitama because, like, the drama is dramas about is in Saitama. these other heroes. It's you know, Genos, um, Moomin Rider. Yeah, he yeah, Moomin Rider is what was going to be my second thing because he um, he he's a like a lower class hero. Yeah, he's like a uh, class C. I got a I got his card right there. I don't know if I ever did I ever show you a Angel Summoner in the BMX Bandit. No, it's this great sketch about a superhero duo and angel summoner can summon angels to like do his bidding and the bmx bandit is just really good on a, a bmx bike well, so it's clearly one guy right is the powerhouse of and and that's what moomin rider reminded me of it's like so it's he's superpower just a dude, he's, he's a dude a, on a mountain bike has no powers. he's but, a really good bike messenger yeah but he has heart for days man like the dude will not quit he, he's right he's about the hero life just doesn't have the powers where a lot of the other heroes are kind of d-bags you know yeah some of the other heroes are d-bags it's not quite to the extent as the boys yeah which no, i, I no, thought no, was no. good yeah because you've you've got some uh like in this world, uh, all the superheroes are members of like a, a guild, yeah, or they call it like the the hero association. Yeah, hero association. And they're divided by ranks depending on how powerful they are. And the people who are like in the top fifteen of the entire organization, um, like they're all dwarfed by Saitama, but they don't know that yet. Right. Yeah. And um, it's so fucking funny, dude. There's some funny shit in there. Like his personality just kills me. Right, because he's. He he's a su- he, he just became a superhero for fun. Yeah, and uh, at this point he's not particular like he's doing it because it's the right thing and that's just what he does. But he's not particularly fascinated by it right anymore because nothing's challenging there's cha- him. There's un- no challenges, right? Um, and and one thing I I, I did like because this show it's animated beautifully. Yeah, it's wonderful. And I think that's why. Uh, it's been so long because the second season just recently came out. Yep, I'm up to date on that. So it's been a couple years. 
Yeah, yeah. Cause I've I've rewatched the first season probably five times front to back. Right. I just enjoy it. And I think uh, probably a similar problem that Attack on Titan had between seasons. That digital uh, animation is expensive. I think it's expensive yeah. and good animation takes time. Yeah, yeah. And when you're talking about like contracts and planning stuff with the studio or the network, well, when are we going to release this? Right. What format is it going to be out on? Uh, I can like say, uh, well, not so much with uh, the animation, but like you know, Rick and Morty yeah. uh, has had the same kind of problem. Yep. Fortunately, we got that coming in I think October or November. Well, that's guaranteed like eleven more seasons, I think. Yeah, nice. I'm glad they're cranking them out finally. Well, they're not exactly. Well, I wouldn't say they're cranking them out, but they'll they'll get them. Making them, yeah. I saw one of the dudes just did. They're suffering, not suffering, but they're kind of going through the same thing that George R. R. Martin goes through. You know where. Everybody wants them just to make Rick and Morty shit, and they're like, cool, but we fucking like to do other things, too. You know, like, one of them just made a video game. Well, not to mention, you know, George R. R. Martin, I can't imagine before ten years ago, he was a particularly uh, super rich guy, not... Nah, he was probably all right. I mean, he was, he was a like, I think the showrunner on that Ron Perlman, Linda Hamilton, Beauty and the Beast show from the 90s. I'm not sure how much... I'm, I'm sure at the time he was making bank, but I don't know if he retained that money, but... Um, yeah, he as far as writing, he hadn't written anything that blew up like. But the but the show changed his lifestyle oh, completely. Yes. So I mean, if you're one hundred percent. So if all of a sudden you say like, well, I, you know, maybe I just want to go to Barcelona for two weeks. Yep. You know the dude, but he doesn't. He chills in New Mexico. He owns a little independent theater, bookstore, and cafe, and he does his shit there. You know. Well, there you go. He's a a hundred percent. To the fucking core, nerd. I've met him in person at San Diego Comic Con, and he is about as hardcore of a sci-fi nerd as you could find. So, uh, yay! I love what he's done. Yeah. You know. But um, anything else about One Punch Man? Because just that it's my favorite anime of all time, man. And that, I know that's a bold statement with only that one and a half seasons out, but like I, I find it. I don't find it terribly derivative of superhero stuff. I find it to be a very nice, different fit from live-action superhero shit to traditional Marvel and DC animated stuff. It's is a nice, sweet spot. There's another one called My Hero Academia, which is awesome, but I don't feel is on the par with One Punch Man. But for me, as obviously a big comic book fan, it's, it's perfect for me. I love it. I love the characters. I love the villains. You missed out listening to the first half in, in English because the pollution monster in the beginning uh, in Japanese, that's the same voice of Frieza that did that guy in Japanese. Was so that the first awesome. episode? Yeah, the very first I've episode. seen the first episode in Japanese. Yeah, that guy um, does the voice of Frieza. The Mosquito Girl episode is my favorite. He slaps that bitch against the yeah. wall. <laughs> and so I like the... Um, that fight was awesome. But I, I, one thing I really liked was the uh, kind of, I don't know if you call it the juxtaposition, but like, so Saitama is typically drawn with just this blank, yeah, Looks dopey, like baby doll me. looking yeah, face. Kinda... Like he's really just two eyes and a mouth and maybe like a little line for a nose. And his eyes are just two white circles with a black dot in the middle. There's not a whole lot of detail. Right. To his face. Now, when he... Um, he gets pissed off or, like, serious. When he yeah. gets pissed off or when he's um, when he's trying to kind of play up uh, his his role to Geno's when he's saying, like, all right, I've yeah. got yeah. this. 
his face is suddenly drawn. Very subtle, but yeah. Yeah, his face will be drawn in like a, a sharper, right. more slick anime style. Right, yeah. It's, it's handled very subtly, and that's one of my favorite like small things about the show is is almost it's it's so subtle it almost works subconsciously. You know, or like, um, what's the shit called where they used to um, put sneak, like, hot dog pictures into the movie? Trip? Subliminal it's like, messages. So, yeah, it's almost like subliminal. Where, <coughs> you know, he shifts his mode and they change his animation of his face. And you don't really even consciously recognize it, but it makes you feel differently in your head. I don't know. That's how I feel, at least. I'm just... Yeah, and, uh, but it, you have all these different monsters, because he's fighting... Uh, a, in, in some episodes, he fights like two or three different uh, yeah. monsters who uh, who just beating the shit out of everybody. Well, else. they they present themselves with this like I am the end boss of the season right. type bravado, right. right? And Saitama will just show up, and, and all these different creatures you have like giant aliens. Um, there the mosquito lady yeah. who controls deep swarms of mosquitoes. There's uh, a awesome. that army of like political uh, terrorists. Yeah. Um, they're all drawn with such detail, and then you have Saitama, who awesome. just yeah. is kind of this generic potato man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he's not even sweating it. Right. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit, man. Like, he can't even be hurt, you know? He right. He can't even be injured. The only time you see him bleeding that show is when he's having a dream about those mole people, and he's like, fucking God, dude. It's so funny, and yeah. it's so awesome. And I, uh, I love it a lot. But in the hey, last, I'm wearing the shirt today. Oh, I didn't even from, shit. I didn't from, even see from that. From Japan, yeah, buddy might get this for me in Japan. Um, but yeah, in the last episode, uh, I I didn't really, th- I wasn't expecting. Oh, maybe this is the time because they've just established Saitama as God in this universe, essentially. Well, they leave um, the the season ends where they leave him some questions about some of these other heroes. Are they? Could they possibly? fucking get his ass you know they that's fuck yeah the, the teen yeah. tornado girl yeah the real intrigue is what's going on with uh several of the characters who are at the top yeah of the hero association um that's like where the the your plot cliffhanger kind of ends at the end of the season because uh saitama spends most of the last episode fighting or about half of it fighting this uh big bad alien and um lord boros yeah lord boros and he uh I've seen it a million times. I got a Lord Boros figure right there, and it lasts longer than the than all the other fights. And he, um, it, it looks like Saitama might be struggling a little bit, but uh, he, you know, his, his costume's getting kind of torn up. That hasn't happened yet, right? But then he just, you know, does his thing and I think and that dude him. was that dude was supposed to be like um, a comparison for anime fans to say like if this that guy was supposed to be like a cell level probably or someone like that right or like or, you know initial Frieza level you know but um dude I just did you like Puri Puri Prisoner he was <laughs> yeah uh, that, yeah I was the gay dude with uh, the yeah <laughs> that was uh, that was interesting He so he's this big uh, like super muscled up dude he's this big super muscled up uh, flaming homosexual <laughs> <laughs> with wings and um he spends uh i think this is the first time he shows up he's basically just kind of uh, sexually harassing yeah the other superheroes he just got out of prison yeah <laughs> did they say what he was in prison for he they, i think it was like uh he said like he killed a man for yeah for his 
guy he loved or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, uh, and but they don't really play with that too much right after that. Um, he's he just this fucking handled. Hard. Yeah, but yeah, he shows up in the last couple episodes just as this big naked guy fighting the aliens. And then they, the other people around him play that. You know, I mean, they're like, oh my god, don't fucking look at you know, it, put, you know, put his dick away that kind right. of shit. Right. It's fucking great, man. It's um, it's so funny. I love. Listen, I can't. I've said it before. I'm glad you watched it. Uh, One Punch Man, folks, check it out. Is the uh, is the second season complete now? Or? No, no. It's uh, I think six episodes are out, and it's fucking great, dude. I mean, it it, it seems like right a while up. ago you you mentioned that the yeah. second season. You know how they do in anime. I mean, it's been a couple weeks. They don't put it. They put out five episodes, and they take a couple weeks. And don't put yeah, out they did that with fucking Dragon Attack on Ball, Titan Attack too. On Titan, all of them do it. Yeah. But they got plenty to catch up. I think the Attack on Titan manga is pretty extensive now. So they oh, One could... Punch Man is as well. I, I, I wish I could read manga. I really need to go back and give that another shot. But um, that yeah, that manga's pretty. Oh, there's pretty app, there's apps you can download or like you can get a subscription and read. I mean, I just need it Americanized. Oh like, yeah, right um, right. I, I don't know. I can't really help you there so yeah. much. I, I don't know if it's hard for my anybody brain does to that. Get into the story when I'm having to consciously. Like, all right, don't read it that way, you know, that kind of shit. All right, how am I supposed to explain to my children that you read a comic backwards? Oh, my kids are all about fucking, uh, at least my oldest one, all about it. Reads a manga, keeps me filled in, Dragon Ball and all this stuff. But, yeah, there's another one, if you like One Punch Man, the same creator um, did one called Mob Psycho 100, 100, excuse me, I got hiccups. It's equally as epic. It's outstanding. What's that one about? There's a kid who is, he's in like middle school, but, um, name's Mob. He is a psychic, an esper on a level of like Dark Phoenix level powerful. And he winds up going to this fucking dude who runs this scam, this like fake ass, like, um, exorcism and, um, scam basically, Mm -hmm. con man, psychic con man. So like the Frighteners? Yeah, and it, he kind of sees that this kid is really legit powerful, and so he brings him, he kind of like convinces this kid, like, I'll be your your master, and you come and do work for me, and I'll just make you do all the like shit that's beneath my power to do, even though he has no power at all. It's just really fucking funny. But he's Mob, is, is Kageyama is his actual name in the show, but they call him Mob. As far as a psychic, his power is on a Saitama level of fucking power in that show. I mean, it's, right. it's crazy. And it's really fucking funny because as he gets more and more pissed off, they'll show this percent gauge. Like, he's at like 37% and someone starts fucking with him and you'll see it like going up and going up. When it hits 100%, that's why it's called mm-hmm. Mob Psycho 100. Dude, he like, it's like earth-shatteringly powerful. He like becomes this just black energy formed entity that fucking can deconstruct shit and bring it back at will right fucking badass it's really good and it's 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 the same style as one punch man in that it's super awesome cool fights but also a lot of humor that same kind of humor in one punch Uh man is in this show they really i'm waiting for them to cross over they really need to bring them together it'd be fucking great but it's not technically in the same world but right so, uh, well, before we close out, uh, there was, there's one, uh, thing I've been working on, uh, briefly, but I think, I think it might be kind of cool uh, as like a intrigued. thought, uh, it might be a, a cool thought experiment for another episode. Cause right. I'm, I'm still in the process of it, but like, have you seen those, uh, like when people talk about professional football players, they say like, Oh, well, 
if if they were divided by like what state they're from, then Texas and Louisiana would be unbeatable. Oh yeah, because yeah, all yeah, the best yeah, players, yeah. Come, the players seem to come from if Texas. The teams were from the states. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was uh, I, I was kind of doing that with Marvel characters mm. um, about like either what we state... talked a little bit about the Louisiana connection. Yeah, yeah. Well, or what state they're from, or what country uh, they're from, and. Uh, only two I can think of off the top. Well, there's three. Is Brother Voodoo, there is Gambit, obviously, and then there's Monica Rambo, Captain Marvel. Those are the three Louisianas I think of. I didn't get uh, a lot to um, Louisiana yet. I put Gambit down. Uh, I'm just doing this as a as a memo on my phone. All right. Just as I think of them, but like I'm guessing New York's kicking New everybody's York, ass. Yeah. So New York. <laughs> Just, so just uh, from Googling to because conf- I, I I try to confirm everything with either Wikipedia or like Marvel. Let Wiki. me take a shot. I know you got Spider Man, all the Fantastic Four, Daredevil, Luke Cage, um, Danny Rand, Iron Fist. Um, uh, Mister Fantastic is from California. Is he really? Yeah. Oh shit. That's what it says the, on his. Are uh, the rest of them from uh, New York? Uh, I've got well, technically his son is a New Yorker and he's the right fucking, like fifth most powerful being in the Marvel universe. Well, uh, Thing is obviously from New York. Yeah. Um, I didn't look up the Sue and Johnny Storm, but you got Spider Man or New York. They're upstate. Spider Man. Well, that's not where they're all from. Right? Yeah, yeah. Charles Xavier's from there, I think. Right. Charles Xavier's from there. So you got Charles Xavier, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Nick Fury, Thing, Captain America, Iron Man, and Spider Man from New York. Um, There's got to be more than that, but I got you so far. Uh, Russia actually oh, yeah. has uh, okay Black Widow, Colossus, Magic, Omega Red, uh, Nadia Pym, the Wasp, one of the Wasps, and uh, Craven and Rhino. Yeah, they got some good ones. Um, I'm expecting Japan. Where's the Juggernaut from? Uh, He's German, isn't he? No, Juggernaut. Uh, Juggernaut's from California, California. too. California, okay. Yeah, I think uh, I think it said he was it was either him or Mister Fantastic. One of them was from Berkeley, I think. I just recently learned about his origin. I didn't know he was imbued with some fucking like demonic power, huh? Juggernaut. I mean, the gem of Sidorak is yeah, gem of Sidorak is I mean. uh, demonic, I think, or or some sort of like some godly kind of, level yeah, fucking yeah, power. Yeah, exactly. He's not just a fat dude running hard. Yeah, and then um. Africa has a small but pretty fucking powerful... Uh, well, the obvious one we know. Uh, Storm. Kazar, is he? No, he's a savage land. Savage land. land. Which uh, is Antarctica. But so far, just from what I've done so far, uh, Africa has Storm, Black Panther, and Apocalypse. Because he's from ancient Egypt. Ooh, good point. That's a nice play. That's Storm's from Africa? She's from Kenya. I didn't know she was African. I knew she's black, obviously. But I didn't know she oh, was yeah, she was... Yeah, she. Uh, I think her parents died, uh, like when a building collapsed on them, and she was trapped in there. That's why she's claustrophobic, and uh, she grew up as like a pickpocket hmm. at the markets in Kenya. I got some work to do with this hoopla app I was talking about. Exactly. I read some fucking sex man. But um, other than that, not a whole lot of. I mean, you know, everybody knows who's you know Wolverine, Deadpool, and Sabretooth are from Canada. Florida got anybody? Fucking I haven't. Stupid Submariner probably. I haven't gotten to. Submariner's from uh, Atlantis. Atlantis, yeah. is he? I think yeah. he was born in the ocean. Yeah, he is. Um, Canada. That's what, yeah. I know Wolverine and Sabretooth. And Deadpool. And Deadpool, yep. But, um, yeah, I haven't gotten to Florida and yet. And Alpha Flight. 
All of, yeah, all of Alpha Flight. Um, not sure who else, but yeah. So we'll um, uh, once I get a more complete list. Where's Bruce Banner from? Ohio. No shit. Yeah, he yeah he's from Ohio. Um, I think Clint Barton's from Iowa. Who gives a shit? I just went. Well, I was going through all the main Avengers. Actually, Hawkeye's not as shitty as a lot of people think he is. As far as a character, he's cool, but. Yeah, I was, but I was going through a lot of the main Avengers and a lot of the main characters because I'm thinking, like, well, they can't all be from New York. Some of these have to be, like, a farm boy from Nebraska or he something like his, that. Made his way there, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, like, where's, uh, is Smallville supposed to be in a particular state or? Well, that's D.C., dude. None of their shit's real. Kansas. Well, I know, but I mean. Smallville's in Kansas. That's in that right. TV show. No, but it's the, it's the classic superhero origin, you know. I just, I'm just a simple country boy. In... Kansas, yeah. Yeah, the Midwesterners. Right. Quite a lot of them, I'm sure. But uh, I figure once I get a more complete list, we could uh, maybe analyze a little bit more, see, yeah, do like a bracket or something yeah, like that. Yeah, with that. I like it. Sounds interesting. It's actually interesting to learn about. But Cool, man. I feel like we got some good shit off the table today. Oh, yeah, man. Um, you know, we'll be back again uh, probably in two weeks. I'm going out of town uh, okay. this next week. Right. But, um, you know... Thanks for tuning back in. Uh know the gaps have been probably harder for as hard. That's ha- what he said. <laughs> the gaps have been harder. So anyways, thanks for joining us, folks. Go support your local libraries. Watch One Punch Man. Maybe watch us. Um, Go ahead and watch it, but, you know, don't think it's going to be uh, the next Citizen Kane or anything. If you haven't watched Game of Thrones, you should definitely watch that because... Up until the last season, it's, in my opinion, the greatest show ever put on television. Would you say that, um, like, once they started diverging from the books is when the problems start? No, no. Because I've heard that. No, I mean, they, they, that started, a, they, they diverged from the books a while back, man. It's, I like that. I think it's kind of like the Walking Dead show used to do when it was really on point, was the, they kind of have, like, this figure eight, you know, where they, they cross in the middle on big events. And well, yeah, but Walking Dead's out. been in a free fall for... Yeah, to be watched the last season. I don't no, know. I haven't either. I've, I've, I'm honestly halfway inclined to just catch it when it comes on Netflix in October. Man, I have been balls deep in, in trading for comic books lately. That's my jam. That and getting ready for San Diego Comic Con in July. Well, uh, maybe I have to figure out a way to do a little recording there. And uh, yeah, we can do well because uh, my, my broke ass cards, can't afford to. My go dance there. cards usually full. Maybe I can hit up some people and get them on audio. Yeah, get some interviews. I'll do some uh, journalism, some Peter Parker esque, you know. But hey, anyways, enough rambling. Thanks for joining us, folks. Yep, we'll be Take back. Take it fucking easy. Support your local library. Check out a book and learn to motherfucking read. Preferably from a drag queen. Preferably. Oh, you can get my book on audio. Just found that out. So there you go. Hard All roll. right, hard roll on audio. Hard roll on audio. Peace See out, ya. homies.